0: Welcome back to the WordWeaver podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about something that it took me a long time to really grasp, and that is the art or the ability to fall in love with boredom. It's a concept that I don't think gets talked about enough, but it is really, really, really important for anyone out there who wants to write a book and to see it through to publication, and then to do it all over again for your next book and your next book after that. Learning to fall in love with boredom is also important for just anyone in general who is striving toward a goal. And for so many years, I was under the guise that I think a lot of us are that to be successful, to accomplish anything, in life, you can never be bored. You have to just hustle, constantly be busy, and working non-stop is the only way to achieve anything. But what we don't realize is that we stop a lot of things or stop working toward a lot of goals because they get boring, they get difficult. So we try to switch them up, we try to make them more exciting, or we just find a new goal altogether. And that's why there's so many abandoned manuscripts just sitting in drawers because people get bored with the process and they don't see it through. The thing that I've come to learn is that the key to achieving or mastering anything in life is learning to fall in love with monotony, with routine, and with the boring parts of the process. Whether you're a writer, an artist, an athlete, or an academic, if you want to fulfill your potential and master your craft, then you have to practice that specific skill for a very, very long time with consistency. If you are a bodybuilder and you want to go to a competition, you have to put in your reps every single day at the gym, eat clean to achieve those results. Even on the days you have zero desire to work out and you just want a big pizza, the same concept or the same principles go with writing a book. To master any habit, you have to be consistent. So if I exercise like crazy, I eat salads and super healthy for one day, I won't miraculously be 10 pounds lighter by tomorrow. It's the consistency of eating healthy and working out over time. And this is common sense, we've all heard of this before, but I think what we don't talk about enough is the idea that it can be boring and that that's okay. For most of us, we start off with a lot of goals and aspirations and we're all excited and motivated to dive in, especially around a new year. NaNoWriMo just finished up in November and there's always a lot of excitement at the beginning of November for everybody to write 50,000 words in 30 days. And then by the end, a lot of people don't win NanoRimo using the lingo that they use, so to speak, or they fall off track or other priorities get in the way. And that is very normal. That's human nature because eventually that shiny object syndrome wears off and it gets boring sitting down at your desk every day trying to write 2,500 words or whatever your target is for that session. A lot of us will stay on track for a week or a couple weeks and that like with anything that's no longer new or shiny, an element of boredom will inevitably creep in. If you're anything like me, you love to read articles and biographies about successful people to see how they got to where they are. And in, especially in articles, a lot of the time they just talk about the highlights of their journey, maybe some low moments, but they're always these key, pivotal, big changes or left turns that set them on the path towards success or a rags to riches type of story. But they don't really harp for that long on the boring bits in between, all of the monotony and routine and extremely boring habits Of repetition that it took to get to where they are as well. When you're trying to build your writing muscle and increase your discipline to write every single day, there will absolutely be times when you know you should be sitting down to write, but you really don't want to. You'd much rather sink into the couch and watch Netflix, and that's the thing. There will always be more exciting or shiny, shinier alternatives that present themselves after a while. Working out is sometimes like that for me. I'd much rather be sitting on my couch and reading a book, but I know it's good for me and I know that my day is going to be so much better. If I do the workout, I'll be in a better mood and I won't feel guilty about reading that book that I almost swapped out my workout for later in the day. I can do both. So the other thing that nobody really talks about is how do you actually do that? We know that we have to get used to routine and monotony and the boring parts of any process, but how do you actually fall in love with boredom? What has worked for me is first breaking down the task or goal into small but achievable tasks. It's much easier to fall in love with doing something over and over again if you can look forward to making progress and you feel like you have accomplished that task every single day. If you tried to sit down and write a book every day, that was on your to-do list, just write a book every single day. That is an overwhelming, unachievable task in the allotted amount of time. So no wonder eventually the excitement's going to wear off. After you've declared, yep, I'm going to write a book, you will start to procrastinate because it's not a small or achievable task. The way to mitigate that is by breaking it down and say to yourself, okay, I'm going to write one page every day. Maybe that gets boring, but at least it's achievable for you. Or if that is an unachievable task that seems like too much when you first start off, Break it down further and say, I'm going to write one paragraph every day. Because it's a small and achievable task, you are more willing to do it again the next day because you get that dopamine hit, you feel accomplished. And when you feel great about yourself and great about the result of that task, it'll make you go back to it the next day and it'll make it seem less boring even when it actually is. The next tip is for me that works is making it visible and making it tangible so after every writing session I have to give myself a star sticker like I'm in kindergarten either on the cue cards on my wall or in my agenda I color in a checkbox on my to-do list and I update my excel tracker with my word count I need that visible tangible reminder that even though it might have been a boring writing session I am at least making headway toward a larger goal and I can see that in front of me. My third tip is to fall in love with the result of the task rather than the task itself. So for example, I do this a lot with working out. Now that we're all working out from home and gyms are closed, I reward myself with my cup of coffee after my workout. I love coffee, I look forward to that every single morning. So it now makes me look forward to doing my workout because at the end of it, I get a delicious hot cup of coffee. And then it's that ripple effect of once I do my workout and I get that cup of coffee, it's a reminder of how accomplished and good I feel when I work out in the morning. So I continue to do that task every single day, not because I necessarily love the act of working out, but I love the feeling Of accomplishment and that delicious cup of coffee that I get as a reward after it. That's the result of the task. My next tip is what I call don't break the chain. So that means with my workouts I don't worry about my output, how much I sweat, how well I performed in that specific workout. All I am worried about is getting to my mat and performing it and not breaking the chain or not breaking the streak of working out. I do the exact same thing with my writing sessions. I don't worry about how well I wrote, how poetic my prose was in that particular writing session. All I worry about is that I sat there for my allotted amount of writing time and I either attempted to write or I stared at the wall. This is a Neil Gaiman approach where all he does in his writing sessions is he can either stare at the wall or write and eventually staring at the wall gets to be pretty boring and writing seems the better alternative. So that's also another way to get yourself to at least do something and if I get a few words down on the page but I was present for that entire writing session, maybe I'm thinking about what I'm writing, I still get my star sticker for that session. I didn't break the chain, I didn't break my writing streak. And that is another tip of how you can fall in love with boredom, with that monotonous task. Lastly, I just want to remind all of you about the power of patience. If you have a big goal like writing a book, getting your book published, or any big project that you're working on, just remember to be patient. It won't be high energy, super fun, super exciting all of the time. It has personally taken me years to really learn this lesson because I just expect any project, especially if it's a passion project like writing, to be enjoyable. And that's ingrained in us. So enjoy the journey, not the destination. But if you remember, it's a mix of consistency, patience, and boredom, monotonous routine habits that will ultimately set you apart from other people in your industry or your field. Falling in love with boredom, honestly, is the ultimate competitive advantage. Most successful people have only become successful because they fell in love with the boring bits that it took to get there. The parts of a process that a lot of people just wanted to skip over entirely or didn't want to do on a routine basis but it's those repetitive tasks falling in love with boredom that over time will allow you to achieve your wildest dreams. That's it for today's episode of the Word Weaver Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes, screenshot and share it on social media, and be sure to check out the show notes at louiseclairejohnson.com slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Word Weaver Podcast. Until next time! Substance over style